turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Why, hello there. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing more. Um, this has been a quite a stock market. I saw Apple recently had six days in a row where it was up 1%. That's a big move. And I own shares of Apple. Consult a worker buys pretty cash on any stocks I ever mentioned on this show. And then yesterday, the markets hit kind of the snooze button. Didn't really have the energy to get out there and run higher. There's some droopy eyelids after such an exciting run. A tired market needs rest. You had the S&P 500 up 6%, 6.1% in six sessions. It's too far too fast sometimes. Market's made up of winners and losers and got to create some losers on occasion. Everyone can't win. Political reports are pretty hot in the news these days. Protests over a proposed extradition bill in Hong Kong is a key political underpinning of the market. U.S. and China aren't making much in an effort these days to arrange new trade discussions. So we're kind of pointing to that G20 meeting coming up at the end of the month and saying, come on, guys, initial something there that says you're going to talk in the future. European Central Bank, I saw some headlines yesterday come out of Europe that said something along the lines of, if Brexit happens, there should be some hungry Europeans. And ECB officials are trying to see the scope of everything and uh, make sure that they implement the right policies so as not to create more slow growth or slowing growth or not to contribute to negative growth. A little bit of stress. Oil prices are under pressure today. Oil really hasn't been a big story in a while. 
I remember at one point in time oil being $13, $12 a barrel. I remember it being as high as $150 a barrel, give Whoa. or take on each side of that. So when it drifts around the 50s, I'm okay with it. $40 a barrel is probably too low for economic growth because we're just not consuming enough. Over 60, it starts becoming a tax to the world and slows things down. But there's also muted inflation pressures right now. And that can be added to the recycled news out there on the CPI. Total CPI increased one-tenth of a percent. Not bad. This lack of inflation and stressed world markets showing slowed growth should let the Federal Reserve cut interest rates in July. But don't count on it. But should. Tesla's in the news. CEO Elon Musk. Who has to be related to P.T. Barnum in my book said at the company's annual meeting yesterday that there's not a demand problem, that Tesla has a decent shot at a record quarter on every level. Hope he's right. That's a stock that I can't buy. Too much of a drama queen. Too much of a civil war. There's a new Chucky movie out. I know you're saying, really? This one takes a different twist. Instead of a psychopathic killer who... Translates his soul into a doll. It's all about an employee at an artificial intelligence company kind of deleting some of the fail-safes on a new product. So you kind of feel bad for Chucky. Really? In the 80s and 90s, in the 80s and 90s, we hated Chucky because he was a serial killer. And now it's more like, wow, what if we do create robots and we don't treat them very fairly and they, they fight back? Or what happens if some sicko makes a robot that should love children into a a monster that scares them and kills them. It's kind of nice to see an update based on what's happening in society. The old cyberpunk world is kind of coming to meet us sooner rather than later. Oh, speaking of cyberpunk, Keanu Reeves has basically revealed that when fans ask him to take selfies with him, he doesn't put his hands on their body. He puts his hands around their body, but doesn't actually touch them. And the argument is, is he that smart to avoid Me Too moments? To avoid people feeling uncomfortable? I don't know. I don't know, but I like the story for some reason. It just kind of rung true. as like, uh, he's one of those celebrities that we love to hate. I think we didn't really like his acting because one of the movies he played a stupid high school kid in Bill and Ted's Big Adventure. And we figured, well, he's, he's really acting quite well, so that's believable <laughs> kind of thing. So top 10 paid athletes in the United States. No, no, in the world. Coming in at number 10. Kevin Durant with $65 million. Steph Curry at 79 million, LeBron James at 89 million, Aaron Rodgers at 89 million, Russell Wilson at 89 million. Roger Federer, now this includes salary and endorsements, pulls in $93 million a year. Canelo Alvarez, boxing, 94 million. Now we get into the top three. Number three, Neymar, pulling in 105 million playing soccer. Number two, Cristiano Ronaldo, pulling in 109 million. Wow. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of taxes. And the number one highest paid athlete in the world, Lionel Messi, soccer, $127 million. 
Now, Clay Thompson, his endorsements weren't as good as Steph Curry's. He pulled in nineteen point three million in salary and fifteen million in endorsements. It's pretty crazy when your endorsements are almost as much as your salary, and that kind of one of the reasons why no one wants to play for Memphis. No one wants to play Oklahoma City. It's much tougher to get uh, exposure into international markets when you're in a smaller market. I'd still be number ninety-eight on the list and be quite happy. Mark Gasol pulls in twenty-five million a year. This is a crazy list when you start looking at it. A lot of wealth being created. For big, tall men who can move very fast, jump very high. Mattel stock is jumping as they've spurned to take over offer. I feel pity for Mattel. They were a great toy maker when I was a kid. Hot Wheels for boys and Barbies for girls, right? Kind of. So Mattel stock jumped on news that they've turned down a buyout offer. Now, they're having a tough year because when you sell Barbies and Hot Wheels, you kind of have to do them online and or at physical stores, and Toys R Us went out of business. And I think some women and men, I'll be fair with you, I won't be sexist and stupid. I think they look at their families now and say, we don't really like Barbie. We don't really like what she stands for. She's too beautiful and too plastic and, and too disproportionate in, in various ways. She's got the legs of a 10-foot tall woman. Woo! Kind of thing, right? It hasn't aged well. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't think my family ever had Barbies. We had five boys, and by the time we had a sister, I just don't think Barbies were the thing. She was big into strawberry shortcake. Those things didn't age well. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Big seminar coming up. Go to Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Home flipping is a pretty popular buzzword these days. I say about the last 15 years, there's television shows completely dedicated to it. Keep in mind those are reality shows and they're scripted to make it look easier than it is. And then, oddly enough, those same celebrity um, reality show stars go on tours and they send videotapes to themselves and tell you how you, too, can do it. And your that trainer, after this initial consultation, will charge up to three, dollars $4,000 to teach you how to do it. Just over 49,000 single-family homes and condos were flipped in the first quarter of 2019. That amount of homes comprised 7.2% of all homes the highest home flipping rate since the first quarter of 2010. It's not a positive indicator when volumes hit highs. It's a negative. The number of homes that were flipped was actually down 8% from the previous year to a three-year low, and the number of investors engaging in home flipping has dropped 11% in the past, five, in the past year. In the first quarter, home flips sold for a median price of $215,000 with a median purchasing price of one hundred fifty-five. 
gross flipping profit was 60000 That's down 8000 from a year earlier level. This decline in home flipping activity is a canary in the coal mine and should tell you that home flipping, as it increases, gross profits and return on investments start to weaken. Investors are seeing profit margins drop. They may be acting now and selling before price increases drop even more. It's that canary in the coal mine. I'd be cautious. I've seen people try to flip homes and they're just not good at it. And then they get stuck with it. It's possible. But if it's too good to be true, it's probably not a good idea for you. There's a big study going around about reverse mortgages and what bad product they were and how the government kind of regrets letting the, the market kind of run on its own. Over 100,000 loans that allowed senior citizens to tap into their home equity have failed, blindsiding elderly borrowers and their families and dragging down property values in their neighborhoods. The Department of Housing and Urban Development has initiated a series of change a couple of years back protect seniors but that doesn't help them the 100,000 plus who lost out um, I understand being 80 85, 90 years old and needing money for home repairs I understand the television ads are very very uh, sweet a reverse mortgage can let you stay in your house Great way to tap equity. Tom Selleck, I hate you for pushing this product. I'd hate Wilford Brimley, but who could hate Wilford Brimley? He's just an old poop. So a lot of people are losing their homes, even though they're told there's no chance that they could lose homes. Consumer advocates say the analysis supports that they've complained about for years that you know, unscrupulous lenders targeted lower income, black neighborhoods, encouraged elderly home buyers to borrow money while glossing over the risks and the requirements. Um, I hate sounding alarming, but reverse mortgages end in foreclosures six times more often in predominantly black neighborhoods and in neighborhoods that are 80% white. It's a predatory product. It's a product that most people don't need, but if you're house rich and cash poor, you think, I can't possibly sell, sell my house. I want to stay close to my kids. Sell your house. Move away from your kids. Go to a lower cost of the living area. Reverse mortgages were invented in 1961 by a lender who was trying to help a widow hold on to her home. The concept was piloted by the Reagan administration exploded in popularity in the 2000s as a way for seniors to age in place. It's a bad idea. I'd like to see, and I know this is, sounds horrible for me to say, and I'm only kidding, but if California were to say, once you turn 65, you have to leave the state. Due to our high cost of living and our high cost of homes, it would create turnover, which would probably be a good thing and let more people into communities that are working in that community. I think I have someone out in my street that I'll call Mrs. Mitchell. Her husband died many, many years ago. I keep waiting for the ambulance to show up and take her, take her, her body out in a bag. She's not living in the house. She, she lives there, but she's not living anymore. And I'd like to see it go to a teacher. I know you're saying, that's cruel, Rob. 
I don't know. I don't think it does. But again, it's my opinion. So if your parents are talking about things like reverse mortgages, contact me or, or take responsibility. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, beyond Meat, every analyst that was bullish on the stock is now negative on the stock or neutral. Just throwing that out there for you. There's a cute article in the USA Today yesterday about millennials buying homes and how they do it the millennial way. Uh, one of the examples that they used was a, a single mother. And uh, she basically was tired of paying rent. Rents are expensive. She decided she wanted to buy a home. She didn't get the home that she wanted in the neighborhood that she wanted. She didn't get the quality home that she wanted, so she had to settle on quality and she had to settle on location. But her whole goal was, the moment I get it, I'm going to put two roommates in there. I don't know if I want to be a single mom with two roommates. But that's the way millennials are doing it. They're thinking about, you know, get one buyer or maybe pull together the money for five buyers, get a home, and everyone gets a room. With millennials, it's a lot of job hopping. It's a lot of student debt. Um, but I've got a friend who her dream was to refinish her basement and then rent it out. That was going to be one of her retirement goals. Um, and sadly, she found it out. She didn't enjoy renting it out. And her tenant was moving cameras that she had a live-in boyfriend that wasn't supposed to be there because she's got three young daughters. The live-in boyfriend was supposed to be there no more than 48 straight hours and basically he was. So that's out there. My voice is frying on me. That ain't good. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, and YouTube Rob Black Show. Big seminar coming up about income and retirement, wealth preservation, and retirement planning. You can go to robblackshow.com and sign up using code radio25. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about, typically. But today I'm talking about your 40s. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I've got a lot of documents that I'm putting together, and a lot of them can be found at newfocusfinancial.com, but this one I haven't put together yet, and I'm kind of trying to get my head through it first of, you know, a guide to your finances in your 40s. Growing your money is super important. We know that keep... How shall we say this? We know that we keep drilling home the point again and again and again in financial media that retirement's important. But it bears repeating. Retirement's important. Having income in retirement is important. There's too many Americans that are going to end up in poverty in in retirement because they think Social Security is, is a safety net. It's not. It was a safety net for 
designed for very few people with very low income. You know, could I live off? I think my Social Security is projected to be about $20,000 a year. After I pay taxes, let's say it goes down to 16000 Then you get into health care costs. There's nothing else to live off there. That's all gone. So what am I going to do for food and, and vacations and uh, various other sundries? It's probably one of the reasons why you probably have a elderly family member who you've been in their house and you're like, man, this is an old TV. This is a 30-year-old. This TV's black and white. This TV doesn't have high definition. Whatever it is, you'll see that you t- tend to linger with things. So you need to up your retirement game and you need to know income and retirement is super important. There's no way to predict how the markets can perform. We've had a great 20-year period. You could probably go back and say we've had a great 25-year period, maybe even a 30-year period, because the down years, really, we kind of erased those downs pretty quickly. It's great to have a well-funded 401k, but when you withdraw money later in retirement, you'll have to pay taxes on it. That's why it's a good idea to add Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks to the mix, because your withdrawals will be tax-free. Someone that is near and dear to me, she wants to buy a big RV in retirement. Hopefully that money is saved in a Roth-like vehicle so that when she spends that fifty dollars to $100,000 on an RV, it's not a taxable event. If it comes out of the 401k, let's say it's 100000 you really need, what, $120,000 from the 401k to pay your taxes and to get that money out. So you should have other sources of, of income as well. Yeah, count on some Social Security benefits. Kinda. Maybe you got some pensions with some cash value. I don't want you to panic just because I'm saying this. You've hit your 40s. If you still haven't saved, don't fret. There's still many years left for you to contribute and potentially grow your money, but you have to get started at ASAP. If you don't start saving for retirement by 50, you're working till the day you die. And if you work, if you start saving in your 40s, you might still work till the day you die. So I don't want panic, but, but I kind of want some honesty from you. Common retirement mistakes. If you're struggling to save for your own retirement, while you're also saving for your kid's college, you got to put yourself first. You can't get financial aid in your golden years. You can't get financial aid when you're a student. If you don't know what your health is or your circumstances, what they're going to look like in the future, working full or part-time you know, may not be an option for you. Some people, when they hit 60, you know, they, they age like a gallon of milk. Not well. Some people, when they hit 60, they, they aged like a, a nice bottle of wine, and, and they did well, and they're, they're able to work until their 70s. So don't get spooked by what's happening in the market. When Trump got elected, I know a lot. the financial markets panicked, instantly panicked, because it was kind of a surprise, I suppose. And then 24 hours later, everything was fine again. So you can't get spooked. You've been saving and investing in your, since your 20s and 30s. You'll be okay. you probably got a healthy nest egg. So it can be tempting to go to cash, thinking, oh no, this is going to be bad four years. But I, I don't recommend Again, all circumstances are going to be different. So consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stock's bench on the show. 
you still have decades to go before retirement, and you likely got to where you were by staying the course in your 20s and 30s. I don't know one market timer worth a million dollars. But I do know people who are near retirement who get nervous. When the markets corrected in 2008, down 20, down 30, down 40%, I know people who sold but never got back in. It's really, really, really tough. Sometimes markets snap back like rubber bands. Still in your 40s, you're probably working, so get some disability insurance. Um, there was nothing worse than seeing Dick Clark, who had a couple strokes, having to work after his strokes doing the Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve. Congratulations, Tim, for being brave enough for going on air with his disability in an era of television. But disability insurance is super important, so you don't have to work. And uh, Dick Clark on Rockin' New Year's Eve, he was like, yeah, and the people over at Disney who own Channel 7 were probably like, what are we going to do? This is not going to be good for ratings. This makes people sad on New Year's Eve. It doesn't make people happy. It doesn't make them want to go out and support our sponsors. One out of four employees will be disabled for three months or more at some point in your career. I can't afford to go without a paycheck for three months, can you? And in my industry, if I go three months without working... There's going to be someone who's younger, faster, and smarter than me taking my place. So disability insurance is super important to have. You probably have it through your work. You may need to go with like a Aetna, which does supplemental insurance. Aflac. I should have said Aflac instead of Aetna. So I made a mistake. See, it happens. So one out of four of us are going to get disabled. And supplemental insurance is super important. If you have something that's important to you, life insurance becomes very, very important if you're 40 something. I know a lot of people make it to 50 and then they work so hard, they just kick over and have a heart attack and die. My father had a heart attack at 52 years old. He was out of work for a while. Went back to work, got cancer and died. So fortunately or unfortunately, here's where my dad was sick. He had a lot of life insurance on my mother, not on him. My mom was puffy. She was obese. I want to say the word obese because it sounds so cruel, but let's say puffy. Maybe a doctor would call her obese. But um, he got a lot of life insurance on her knowing she was going to die before he did. And 25 years later, she's still still on the prowl. Rawr! And I don't like the implications of my mom dating. So take that out. Strike that. Strike that. So life insurance is super important. Term life is what most people get who are in the financial industry. You tend not to need whole life because if you live till 78, you just spent a lot of money and got, you made an insurance person a lot of money in commissions and you hurt yourself with all the management fees tied towards the product that you bought. I don't know one 77, 78-year-old who needed life insurance when they died. It's nice that some of the money goes to the kids, but that wasn't the purpose. The purpose was to cut, recover your income in case you died early. So I don't like whole life. I don't like variable life. I like term life. If you're doing saving for retirement and other things. In your 40s, you should do an estate plan. It's time to create one if you haven't done one, especially if you live in the state of California. 
Probate's expensive. You need to update it. If you put together an estate plan in your 30s, you've probably accumulated more assets. You should review your will and trust. Update your health care powers of attorneys. And make sure you get the right beneficiaries designated for all your products out there. I dated seriously. I was a serial dater. So there's three or four women that I could have spent the rest of my life with. A lot of times I put them down as beneficiaries. Now what if I died today and I didn't change that paperwork? Someone would be pissed. Mainly my new sugar booger and my kids, right? Getting married, getting divorced, having children, accumulating significant assets, becoming widowed, becoming part of a blended family, receiving an inheritance, starting a business. Things change in your 40s from your 30s. I have no problem saying this next one, but this is the toughest one for me because a lot of people um, mismanage the charitable angle in their life. With more wealth, probably came more giving. If you donate regularly to your favorite charities, keep excellent records that you know indicate the name of the organization, the date you gave, and the amount you donated. It's also a good idea to touch base with your financial professional if you have a CFP that you're working with so you can be strategic about your donations from a tax benefit standpoint. If you have a large estate and regularly give monetary gifts to family members, it's important to stay on top of that annual and lifetime gift tax exclusion. Those amounts, um, so you don't have to deal with a big tax bite uh, down the line. I have no problem giving. I just think a lot of people misgive. Uh, I know a family member who gave $200,000 cash to the, one of their daughters. And they forgave $200,000 on, they said, oh, we're going to sell you a piece of land to the other daughter. And all she had to pay was 200000 way below market. Not tax efficient. Pretty stupid. So, talking about your finances in your 40s. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black's show. Oftentimes, I do seminars on income and retirement. If you find one at New Focus Financial or robblackshow.com, use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Our government doesn't always do a good job of protecting us. Following the Great Recession, there was 100,000-plus reverse mortgage loans made. And if we're saying since the Great Recession, 2008, it took about five years, six years for our government to get together and say, uh, we need to monitor this product a little differently and, and make sure that counseling and other services get provided. But a lot of people got blindsided. Now, unfortunately, I'm talking about seniors there, people who are house-rich and cash-poor. And when the 2008 recession hit the stock market, it also hit the housing market. And promises were made like, oh, we can tap the equity in your house. You'll be able to live in the house. Whoops, you're being foreclosed. So a lot of people got wiped out and they lost generational amounts of wealth. Be cautious. If this deal sounds too good to be true, it probably is. I don't struggle with my budget, but life is a struggle for me. And trying to take care of my family, it's, it's super important, like, I don't want to ever be scammed or take advantage of. So I'm talking about a guide to your finances in your 40s. 
I've done shows, the top 10 commandments in your 20s, top 10 command, financial commandments in your 30s. Your 40s is kind of a trickier time because I, I think you're still capable. I want to help people in your 20s and 30s where I know they're still capable. But it doesn't always work out like that. And again, it, it's kind of a crazy time because you're probably sending your kids to school. In your 50s, it'll probably become a little bit easier because you won't have those school bills as much. But if you take on debt, you will. Maybe your kids will move out and you won't have so many mouths to feed. Maybe they'll feed their own mouths. So your 50s kind of get a little bit easier, if, if you know what I'm saying. We're all different. But I really want to pound this home one more time. you got to save. you got to spend. you got to grow. you got to protect. And you always got to get your money to the next level. Having an emergency fund isn't fun. It's not sexy. But it's a safety net for you in case something happens. Some people lose jobs. I've got a family member. She worked at Mattel for, I want to say, 15 years, and they basically canned her on downsizing. She took about two years to find a job. Whoops, there goes her savings. Got a job, and then that company got acquired. Took less money to stay with a new company because she doesn't have the ability to take two years off anymore because there's more savings. There's no more emergency fund. She went through both, the emergency fund and the, and the retirement fund. What's even more insulting is when you tap into your 401k too early before you retire, you have to pay penalties on it and taxes. So you got to determine if you're on track in your, 40, in your 50s, in your 40s, excuse me. You got to determine if you're on track to meet your goals or if you just need to adjust your timeline or your priorities. You don't, some people want to retire exactly at 60. Some people say 62. Some people say 65. I want to work as long as I can work because I find it social. Even though I was recently telling my my radio guys, I I don't even see them. Like I'm in San Francisco. They're in Fremont right now. It's incredibly lonely. But when I do retire, retire, when I stop doing radio and television, I probably want to work at somewhere like a Home Depot and greet people. Aisle 7? You want me to walk you there? Or maybe be a dog walker. Love dogs. Maybe be a dog trainer, and I'll charge five bucks an hour instead of the, the dog training companies that charge 20 bucks, 200 bucks. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it for the, the, the community and like just talking to people, right? Being useful, having a reason to get out of bed. One of the reasons I hate Father's Day is because the idea for me is what I really want to do is stay in bed all day. <laughs> then you stay in bed all day, you're like, oh, I really wish I would have not done that. So keep in mind, the longer you put off tapping into your retirement products, the more it can grow, and the less fast it starts to pull down. Keep in mind, if you're 60 and you, you know, live till you're 80, that's 20 years of drawing income. So let's just do the math. Let's say you're going to live off 100000 That's $2 million that you have to have saved. These are all rough numbers. Unlike Lucia, I don't make up my numbers. So, 20 years in retirement, or if you can put off until 15 years, it's, it's a million and a half. Or if you can work and say, I'm only going to be alive for 10 years, it's, it's just a million. But you can see that retirement's expensive, and I'm throwing out a number in the Bay Area that $100,000 to live off of after you pay taxes, it's like 80000 And when you factor in the, the income taxes... 
uh, the sales taxes and the state taxes, it's like 60000 So then that's suddenly, what, $5,000 a month for 12 months? If you have, or if you still have a mortgage, that's you're, it's gone. So that's why a lot of people want to get rid of their their mortgage before they retire. Your forties is a great time because that's when you can start being really honest with yourself. In your twenties, you can't see it; it's too far of a run, it's too far of a march. In your thirties, you're probably a little stressed. Having kids are stressful. Having a spouse is stress, stressful. But in your forties, you start becoming very clear. You should start saying, okay, I've been through a couple of recessions. They don't kill you. I've seen the stock market create more wealth in the last 20 years than, than it's created for housing. So you probably see your friends who have gotten divorced and you like, divorce is expensive. Especially for the various reasons you get divorced, right? So there's a lot going on. So your 40s is the time to up your retirement game. If you can save money in investments on the side of a 401k, on the side of a, and save money in an IRA or a Roth, if you could get three or four products saving, it's great. I goofed off of that app called Acorns. And in less than six months, I already saved 800 bucks just from rounding up my, my purchase decisions. Acorns is uh, a consultant work advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned or even pro- financial products. I hear there's a good app called Countdown to Zero, where zero being your how many days you have left till you retire, and zero is your retirement day. I've never played with the app. Maybe I should. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black. I'm going to redo the show down the road and, and make it a little bit better, make it a little more fine-tuned, and you're going to be able to download it anytime you want. We'll talk about that and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.